Welcome to Share Talk, the only podcast where investors come first. Welcome to Share Talk. Today we have Dragon Pendich, and Dragon has been introduced to us by the Chairman's Network, and he was speaking at an event earlier this week at Investec Bank about blockchain in business. Uh, we're going to get into that in a second, but first off, welcome Dragon. Nice to see you today. Thank you, John. Thank you for having me. So can you just tell me a bit about yourself prior to getting involved with blockchain specifically? Right. Um, it, it's, been, it's been a kind of interesting journey for, for a person who's pretty much sort of got a technical background. Um, I started off um, you know, in the business in terms of technology and strategy and networking and starting off in the early days over 20 years. Um, I've, um, interestingly enough, um, finished my university as a mechanical engineer, but during my studying and everything else, I was always drawn towards computers and what they can do. Um, starting off my business back in the 90s, um, while, I was, uh, while I was studying, um, really kind of paved the way what I thought is going to be my future. So starting off in the 2001, um, I moved to the UK, um, joined a number of consultancies, uh, worked around the tech and various industries for over 20 years, um, and, and really kind of covered off pretty much everything about information management, cybersecurity, technology, business strategy, um, and from 2012, which is the, um, the focus of this conversation, um, blockchain as well. I got interested um, around obviously kind of the conversations about Bitcoin um, that was going strong and is still going on strong. Yep. Um, and, um, and in 2015, um, I had an opportunity um, prior to the um, uh, previous, previous kind of contacts with a company called Gartime, which is an Estonian-based company um, you know, in the size of the 100 people, and I, I would arguably say that it's one of the biggest blockchain companies in existence today, um, um, I really decided to join the, join the team. So it really was a, an interesting journey of applying um, what blockchain can do um, within the space of data integrity, um, cybersecurity, and um, data science altogether. Um, and um, in, interestingly enough, um, it was it was really kind of a constant interest. It really generated that interest that has been going on strong, and uh, it's been still going. And um, hence, this opportunity to join uh, join the um, you know various panels, events, and presents about possibilities and um, placement of blockchain in the actual real world. What they can do, what they can, how they can change the way do business and live. Um, so yeah, that was that was really kind of uh, you know in short my journey. Um, yeah, um, I don't know, you know, what, what, what would you like to know more? But yeah, this is this is sort of in a nutshell my kind of journey towards the blockchain. Yeah, I mean, I can see from your website that you've been talking at events for quite a number of years now. Uh, so you're obviously speaking at this Chairman's Network event on Tuesday early this week in London at the Investec Bank. And obviously the feature of that was around blockchain in business. So can you tell me a bit more about that event specifically and, and what the kind of discussions were going on at, at that event, please? Yes, um, it was, um, it was an, again, 
a sort of mixture of, of um, the audience was split in between people being already um, doing something around blockchain, maybe even investing into the blockchain technology versus some others trying to figure out what to do with this and what to, um, um, you know, how to turn around this opportunity into something tangible for their businesses. And it was a really kind of interesting discussion where um, it was, um, you know, sort of building a business case. I think that was, that was the kind of the key for people to take away and convert this opportunity into something they can really show in terms of revenues and innovation with that respect to that, you know, respectful businesses. So it was, it was, um, I think interesting kind of characteristic, you know, looking from the blockchain perspective, people had their own perceptions. And, uh, I think we started off thinking and sort of laying down the foundation in terms of, uh, rather than talk about money and Bitcoin and everything that is that is really kind of um, I think the core for any discussion because it's it's uh, um, I would say one of the key applications for blockchain it's obviously money and, and Bitcoin is one of them. Yeah. But we really started off discussing what is the unit of account store of value and medium of exchange which is underlying um, I think characteristic of of things such as Bitcoin, but further down, I think for smart contracts and property and value in general, um, moving through through a, a, a bit, a bit uh, uh, sorry the um, the blockchain, um, and really kind of showing off some examples. You know, what is the difference between PayPal's and maybe Mastercard and Visa's? How do we place this in the world of digital currencies versus the, the, the hard currencies that we have in existence today. Um, we had some opposing opinions and everything, as, as you would imagine. Um, but we, we think, I think we landed on something that's typical strategizing, which is the cost-based exercise for business around blockchain is not something that you would, you would like to do because it's not as easy as you would think. Um, it's um, because if anyone could be a customer, it's it's really kind of impossible to figure out, you know, um, whom to target and what um, those people actually want. Um, and I feel that uh, if you go with a strategy of blockchain in particular, then probably it's not a strategy because it has to be something that, um, you know, makes you makes you kind of very uncomfortable because it's about placing your bets and, you know, sort of facing the unknown. Uh, but at the same time, I think we landed that exploration has to be done um, and really touched upon characteristics, the generic use cases, the specific use cases of blockchain and the certain conflicts. Um, I think that was an interesting discussion where blockchain offers for the first time privacy by design, the transparency, the security um, and um, and I felt that whilst you can achieve a significant degree of transparency, um, the more transparency, probably the less privacy you would get. And I feel um, some of the use cases um, and characteristics of a blockchain is basically how do we solve that um, and really drawn into discussion what is a public and private blockchains and allowing people to sort of understand the solving the security versus speed conflict, which is permissionless versus the mission blockchain. Um, so they can distinguish between these these uh, several models um, and they can really kind of think about what is applicable to their own organization or their new venture. 
So um, it was it was really kind of I think laying down the foundation. And uh, I think what was what was really interesting is I think uh, during the discussion we had a couple of hours. Uh, several people lost the track of time. They said, goodness, I have to go, which really is a good indicator that it was a healthy, useful discussion where people really enjoyed it. Um, so, yeah, it was, it, was, um, it was really interesting. Yeah, and I saw some news earlier this week that was talking about a number of the sort of top tech companies have now created a browser API that you can you know, makes it easy to buy goods and services online with cryptocurrencies. So Google being one of those uh, for their Chrome browser, Mozilla's Firefox, Samsung's internet browser, Facebook's in-app browser. So do you think this is a, a game changer in terms of that announcement? Yes, um, it, it is It is a um, an interesting point you made there is the ease of integration because I think for the first time ever, I think this technology or suite of technologies, because you know when we talk about the blockchain, it's not necessarily one thing. Is 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 the fact where um, the integration becomes becomes I think um, less stressful. Um, there is nothing proprietary as such, or at that degree that you wouldn't be able to integrate in existing suites of products and services. Whether it's a browser, whether it's a payment system, um, whether it's a you know back office system, whatever that might be. If it's digital, it's doable. Um, and I think this is the beauty where, you know, we still use the same protocols, we still use the same cryptographic algorithms, proven that it will work. Um, and I feel that, um, you know, some of these statements similar to what you just mentioned, um, I think Ethereum co-founder Vitalik Buterin some other day said uh, that they're going to take on Visa or similar companies and really replace them because, if you remember, you know, beginning of our conversation, we talked about the medium of exchange. Um, and I feel Visa, MasterCard, American Express, they're not real money. Mm. Uh, they're just medium of exchange. Yeah. Um, and I think when, when you underpin a cryptocurrency or digital currency, however you want to call it, either or any other, um, really is it, not just a beautiful, you know, uh, multi-purpose medium of exchange. It just covers all of those aspects of, of what is the, the key for, um, you know, uh, for money is units of account, store of value. It's portable. It um, creates that scarcity that you cannot um, copy and, and basically um, multiply, uh, you know, kind of uh, during the fraudulent activities such as printing indefinitely. Uh, it's, you know, fungibility, you know, indistinguishable from each other for legal purposes. It really applies and really conforms to these rules. So I think this is this is really kind of, again, looking at the properties and characteristics. It's a promising future, which is not just really a theory. It's, it's actually happening. Um, and the beauty of it, having an app, you know, built-in add-on into your browser, uh, putting a few lines of code into a new website to accept payments using cryptocurrency, um, it, it just really kind of makes things easier uh, for everyone, for the customers and your consumers, if you run a business, and the same time for developers, for your organization to integrate these things, which is really simplifying to a degree that is a, you know, so easy to do. And what are your your own personal aims and goals for blockchain? How do you see it? changing what we do in business in the sort of longer term future yes um, it is it is a kind of 
you know, kind of very kind of uh, a broad question, but I, yeah. I feel the the essence the essence of of I think blockchain is um, looking what is um, you know what is the true assets for you know any company today. If you're individual, uh, obviously, kind of you were looking from your perspective as a customer or consumer to improve the way how you do things in life um, and how you interact with organizations of any kind you buy services from. Um, and, and I feel this particular technology uh, that will produce um, a wide range of services that will vastly improve the way we do, we do things. Um, in particular, I think the killer application is, is obviously financial services and money. Um, you know, looking from that perspective is, um, is beyond belief what we can do. I think it's, it's whatever you, whatever you think of financial services are today, is is, is sort of it's a beautiful use case use case for for blockchain. But here is the trick. Um, the problem with that is um, I'm having difficulty to um, probably um, understand or really kind of say whether financial services will be the first to adopt these technologies simply because the history of, of, um, of their operation and sort of how they, how they make money, their intermediaries, the, the sort of the effect they stay between, between you and the company you're buying services from and not just one organization. It could be multiple intermediaries. Um, the, um, the slow, um, the, the sort of the, the slow, you know, the response from the fact they operate I don't know, 95 closed on the weekend. And, you know, a few days later, these things will happen. And these days, these things are taken as a norm. Um, because of the regulations, because of the KYC, the, um, you know, know your customer and anti-money laundering, um, you know, regulations and everything else. It's, um, it's a difficulty for, for many of them to understand that this is not, um, you know, kind of the, the regular, um, you know, money we're dealing with. This is not the regular financial transaction we're dealing with. It's it's a, it's a completely opposite. Um, it's instantaneous. It's peer to peer. If you need to be, um, and because we have many um, blockchains and everything else, I feel this um, this this application of blockchain within financial services will be really hard to implement because of the um, the, the the you know the um, the nature and the history of banking uh, since the very beginning. So although we have a fascinating opportunity there, it's going to be very hard to crack unless we disrupt them so heavily from the outside, they're going to say, okay, we need to do it. So, you know, for the time being, I feel executives are, you know, more, more kind of concerned about the quarterly financial results. Um, so we'll see probably kind of um, less traction there. But I think everything else is up for... Um, you know, kind of, uh, uh, you know, kind of discussion. Um, I see the data integrity being the key for data science, the analytics, the anything that data will be triggering for the business as a key asset. Um, if you look into the space of industrial Internet of Things and companies such as Caterpillar, uh, looking at the companies such as uh, GE, you know, GE in particular, running the Predix Cloud. Um, they can benefit, and any other cloud company can benefit from the accuracy and completeness of their data. Uh, this is what blockchain can provide, 
um, the attribution of data itself, for example, is 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 interesting because you can build the properties around data uh, that they, 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 they could really speak volumes about a particular set um, in a, such a lightweight manner um, and assuring privacy, assuring transparency, assuring speed and security, uh, which is, you know, with a ransomware probably, you know, kind of knocking on every single computer today, locking things up. Um, and, and I think, you know, ironically, they ask for Bitcoin, um, you know, payments um, to unlock your computer, which I think is pretty much sort of, uh, you know, fascinating. At least I think people understand how to use and pay using Bitcoin, if nothing else, from this horrible experience. Um, and, um, you know, I would imagine it will apply to every single facet of a modern business. Um, it's just a case of us thinking, OK, where to start first? Because if you look at it, it's, it's about the um, sequential um, approach. It's about starting off first uh, and determine the piece of the overall market to tackle first and target it precisely and relentlessly. Once we reach the dominant position in that segment, I think we should need to kind of expand into the kind of next and so on, because it's a massive opportunity. Um, the focus is important and um, Blockchain is certainly something to, um, to to sort of transform the way to business and live. So what's next for Dragon Pendich? I mean, what are you going to be up to yourself over the next year and into 2018? For me personally, I'm probably going to continue to um, have these discussions with people and, and see whether this is really kind of, uh, and again, you know, I'm, I'm a strong believer and, I've got the evidence this stuff works. Um, more importantly, I think applying this in a different, in the range of different use cases, it, it is important. So I'm a, I'm a technologist and I'm a security professional. Um, and I think it will be interesting how blockchain will help us out um, in that space, which we've been, we've been kind of, um, we've been, we've been kind of trying to catch up with. With, uh, with malicious code, with the ransomware, with the outages, with a horrible, horrible, I would imagine, uh, supply chain security, which is outsourcing, expanding our businesses and extending our enterprises to suppliers. Um, and when you extend that, you build on trust. Um, unfortunately, I think today, uh, is trust is, is, some, is not something you can run business on um, because this stuff, um, you know, with ransomware and outages and um, breaches uh, will happen sooner or later. Uh, what we need to do is to build a environment we can trust each other, but the trust is optional. Um, and trust, it could be implied and sort of assured using blockchain because uh, in return, we can get an immutable evidence that the things we expect to see and they operate in certain manner will uh, comply with those rules uh, and we can achieve that compliance at any given time without exception uh, which I think is is fascinating so striving to apply those principles in a modern um, business environment helping out businesses uh, evangelizing and consulting um, is is really kind of the next stage for me making sure we understand uh, the true potential of this um, and hopefully um, and less time doing a proof of concepts and testing this indefinitely because this stuff works 
um, it's just a question of taking those bets, reducing the risks of failure, um, and getting on with this. Um, and that's what I'm going to do, I think, in the next next period, um, trying to really kind of achieve that uh, state where we can, fur- you know, further confirm the viability of this technology. So, um, that's the that's the plan. Okay, so that's Dragon Pendich. Thank you for your time today, Dragon. Thank you, John. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Cheers. So that was Dragon Pendich, and he is appearing courtesy of Chairman's Network Investec in association with ShareTalk. Thank you for listening. Remember to visit our website for more news and other podcasts at www.share-talk.com.